Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. I am your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about episode or season two, episode two today. Uh, this episode is titled See You in September. And the Amazon Prime synopsis is Annie and Eric can't wait for the kids to go back to school. But they're no sooner out the door than they're home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty decent synopsis. Yeah, it's it hasn't given anything away. This is true. This is and true. if you feel and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but do, don't you feel like a lot goes on in this episode? A lot does go on in this for episode. each character. Yeah. Each character is busy. Yeah. Which is cool. It felt like um, season one opening. It it did. It it was like a... This episode kind of felt like it should have been the first episode of the season. Thank you. Right? Yes. Because it somehow pays more of a of a service to the fact that we've been away all summer mm-hmm. and now we're back. Yeah. And let's let's reacquaint ourselves mm-hmm. with who these people are. Yeah. Because the episode before that is the actual season premiere... I, I wonder I wonder if it wasn't meant to be. You know what I mean? I have no idea. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, because it almost could have been like the finale of the previous season, that episode. You know, the way that it ends, the way that it sort of is really sweet and saccharine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I Yeah, I, I hear you. Because it's like, it's the, it's the wedding episode. Yeah. So why wouldn't you end it with, with that but i mean mary chronologically speaking Mm -hmm. it works because it takes place right before the school year starts Mm -hmm. like at the end of the summer so i think that works but basically what we're saying is we feel like episode two was the opening or it should have been yeah Yeah. it it felt like a good restart to the show Mm -hmm. it's like welcome back to seventh heaven here we are yeah this is what we're doing today kind of thing um so with that um I guess we can just start with the with the beginning of the episode, like we always do, <laughs> which is um, Annie and Eric in the kitchen prepping school lunches. Yep, and talking about how they're so excited that the kids are going back to school. Eric has cleared his entire day; he's not going to be interrupted by any work things or whatever. Yeah, and they're just gonna have the the house to themselves all day, kid free. It's gonna be like a little vacation for them, mm-hmm. you know. And this is another instance of what I like to call the sausage being made, yeah. you know, between the two of them, which is the very sort of candid kind of adult talk, if you yeah. will, that, that takes place between parents. Um, you know, kind of the idea that, like, finally the kids will be out of the house, like, we get a reprieve yeah. from the summer craziness, you know. Um, they're like for seven hours i know they're like they're so excited about these seven kid free hours Mm -hmm. they get to have um because now ruthie is even in on that that's right yeah ruthie is i guess gonna start kindergarten since she did her preschool stuff Mm -hmm. um last year last season whatever um yeah so it's kind of neat and uh and i just i liked seeing this rapport between the two of them you know like they they're they're acting giddy they're excited um, it's sweet. And then of course the kids come down one at a time, starting with Lucy and her complete, like, woe is me. Life is over. I'm starting high school without a best friend, without a boyfriend. Yeah. 
like my world is gonna end she makes like a weird um suicide joke <laughs> or something does she i can't all i know is in my notes i have uh, a note here saying lucy is so annoying she makes a comment and I'm I'm not going to get it right now because I don't have it written down and I can't quite remember the exact thing that she says but at some point once like Simon comes down and like the kids are in the kitchen you know getting ready to go to school like it's some something comes up to the effect of like oh like life sucks school sucks or whatever mm-hmm. and Lucy's sentiment from that is like yeah, I just want to like end it all. Or whatever, yeah, right. Like I might be making that up. A little I, bit. you know, it, it's funny now. I can't. Yeah, it's just. I just remember thinking like, wow, she's really sort of, um, being very cavalier about mm-hmm. the fact that like, she has to go to school and like it's not like she has responsibilities and all that. You yeah, know what I mean, it's like I don't know. And Eric gives Lucy his trusty, um. Or like his really, I don't know, his lucky lock? Yeah, lucky lock is what they keep referring to it yeah. as. And she goes, okay, so it's ancient. He goes, back to the ancient reference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess this lock, he used it in high school and college and seminary. Mm-hmm. Like he's had it forever. Um, and he bequeaths it to Lucy. Yeah. Um, because she's starting school as a freshman. Yeah. This is her first day in high school, so that's a big milestone. And she doesn't like it. She hates it. She hates the lock. And it's like, dude, okay, then buy a new one. Like, and doesn't Annie even say, like, we offered to buy you a new one? Yeah. And it's like, calm down. Like, not everything is the end of the world, woman. But, I mean, as the show, as the episode progresses, I mean, God is just out to get her. (laughs) No, seriously. Okay. So, she ends up at her locker. And who's there? The locker right next to hers is Ashley. Yeah. But, um... Okay, I'm going to call her Jackie instead of Ashley. So did Jackie <laughs> lose her accent for this? Like, you know, her sassiness? Like, she kind of lost it in the beginning. She's become a little bit more mature in this episode. I was like, oh, is Ashley nice? And, well, and the truth is that she barely says three words. Yeah, like, she, she's like, oh, we'll be this, doing this ten times a day then. Yeah. In the, yeah, in this first interaction, she Jimmy has more to say. Because mm-hmm. does Ashley and Jimmy come up to Ashley's locker and find Lucy there and Lucy's struggling with her lock she's juggling all these books books and stuff and um Jimmy makes a stupid comment like oh how funny that my new girlfriend's locker is right next to my old girlfriend (laughs) I just want to smack him he's the worst you guys honestly I know that I've had my flip-flop moments about Jimmy Moon but no he is the worst yep and I can't, we still have like six more episodes no. or something like that. Like, how is it not over yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she <Chita> died. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Ashley doesn't really have much to say other than the whole I'll see you around thing. Mm-hmm. And then at some point later in the episode, she um, kind of like makes fun of Lucy about the fact that like, um, like she's carrying a lot of books or something. Yeah. Like she can't get her locker open yeah. or whatever. And it's, it's very rude. Like she's being very rude to Lucy who for all intents and purposes, like they were friendly mm-hmm. just because you stole Jimmy away. Like, yeah. Like when did you grow cold to Lucy? Like if anything, Lucy should be cold to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and you were at her party. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like you guys were cool. You know, Jimmy done goofed and went running to you when he decided to dump Lucy over yeah. her hair. 
Uh-huh. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. I, I'm sorry. No, I was totally going to take the conversation elsewhere. Sorry. Continue no, no, on with that, Lucy. I mean, please do. I mean, that's really all there is to say about that. Okay. Anyway. Like, well, okay. Um, when Mary had to chaperone Marcus. Yes. Who was he again? All we know is that he's a new student and Eric wanted Mary to show him around school. That's as much backstory as we get on Marcus. Why does Eric know that there's a new kid in school? Like, you know what I because mean? Eric knows everything. It's weird. <laughs> because apparently Eric is in the loop on everything. Presumably Marcus's parents are part of the church. Yeah. And I don't know. Approached yeah. Eric about that. I don't know. But I that don't... but that guy was annoying. So annoying and smarmy and like full of himself. Yeah. And he's like, he's all talking about my woman and. I like a, what does he say? I like a. Oh, what do you say? No, he goes, are you, are you ladies putting your face on? Oh, yeah. I like a bit of makeup on my woman. Like, yeah. Ew. Get out of here with your stupid ass self. I don't. And Mary doesn't do a good enough job of shutting him down, in my opinion. She tries. She says things like, I have a boyfriend. He doesn't go here. Yeah. Oh, and that brings on the best. This is my favorite new acronym of 2016, y'all. Okay. What is it? I have to look at it because I wrote it down. Oh, I want to hear B-T-D-T. this. BTDT. Oh. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, was that how, real? How is that not something that we've been saying every day since 1997? <laughs> been there, done that. BTDT. I almost lost my shit when I heard that. I don't. And it was like I, like, I, I had to pause to laugh. And then I kept going. <laughs> BTDT. No, seriously. I. No, mm, no, no. No, no, no. I'm no. going to start using that. I'm going to find reasons to say BTDT in conversation. <laughs> we are not friends. <laughs> <gasps> it's so bad. It's good. <laughs> That's true. Oh, God. It's going to catch on. <laughs> Just watch. Oh, my God. If that catches on, we have this podcast. <laughs> okay. Everybody, this is a call to action. Go out and use BTDT in one sentence today, okay? Just one sentence, and we'll see what happens. Everyone's going to look at you like you're fucking crazy. (laughs) Well, whatever. But, yeah, that kid is so rude. You know, he's like, oh, you know, since you're not playing ball, I think maybe we can watch. No, he's like, oh, do you like the Lakers? She's like, "Uh, oh, and she says something snarky here, too. She's like, I don't watch sports because I like to play. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, oh, nice one. And then he's like, yeah, well, since you're, you know, you're not playing this year. I was like, what a dick. <laughs> so rude. Like, who are you? You don't even know Mary. And you're acting as if, like, you have all this. Rights. Yeah. Like, like to be her. with her. Like, so gross. Yeah. Whatever. And then what else happens, dude? I feel like a lot happens. This is the thing. I think we're going to get lost and jump around a lot in this episode. Well, that's fine because they jump around all the time. Let's talk about Ruthie. She's so cute. So Ruthie's in class. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Can we talk about how Mary kind of preps um, Ruthie? She's tying up her shoes and what Mary tells her, like, don't let anyone intimidate you. No one, like, it, no one should scare you. Not even, uh, like, what does she say? Like, question the authority or something like that. She goes, even the teachers can't scare you or something oh, like that. See, I didn't, I didn't catch that. I kind of like that. it. Like, she was like prepping her sister up. Like, you know, just be tough, like, whatever. Stand up for yeah. yeah, yeah. And I she like goes, that. even if the teacher does, she's like, like, don't let anyone scare you. I was like, oh man, like, 
That's actually, that's a good pep talk. Why not? I like that too. And I, and I like that it came from Mary because mm-hmm. usually that sort of thing might've come from Simon. Yeah. But I think for Ruthie, it's more meaningful coming from uh, Mary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it carries a little bit more weight, mm-hmm. you know, from like an older person, your big sister, whatever. Yeah. That's really cool. Especially because Mrs. Rainey, like legit, her name is Mrs. Rainey. Yeah. Um, is a total biatch from minute one. Yep. So we see Ruthie. She's like in class. She's like coloring or whatever the fuck kindergartners do. Yeah. And um, and she's ha- and she has this backwards baseball cap on, which is so not something she would normally wear anyway. But whatever, she's wearing it. It's cute. And Mrs. Rainey comes up and she goes like, "Are we having a good time, Ruth?" And Ruthie's like, my name's Ruthie. <laughs> yeah. She goes, she goes, well, we should call you by your proper name at school. And she's like, but that's my name. That's the name my parents gave, gave me. I'm yeah. Ruthie. And she's now Ruth. <laughs> like, yeah. Calm down, Ruth, basically. Is what but I like it because she is like questioning her and talking back to her. Yeah. And, 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 she, and she's not being rude about it. No. Because she's like legit questioning. She's like, but my name is Ruthie. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what everybody's called me my entire life. That's my name, you know? Um, and then, and then of course, Mrs. Rainey brings up the hat and like full on takes it off her head, which that would not be allowed today. Like, no, it no, wouldn't be. No parent. I mean, no teacher is laying a finger on any property of no child in yeah. school today. But anyway, Mrs. Rainey takes the hat off of Ruthie's head and, um, I, f- I forget if she puts it like facing forward or just takes it off her head. Mm, takes it off her head. Yeah. And and she's and she says something like you know you can't wear that like don't you know the rules or whatever or don't your parents know the rules or something and Ruthie's like what's wrong with this hat and like it's my hat you know and Mrs. Rainey's like we don't allow gang attire at the school she says gang banger yeah, it's so bad I'm again I'm blaming Brenda Hampton for this shit uh, you can blame the 90s for that shit or yeah I mean, you know, maybe and, that's how we were But it's but it them. literally it's being repeated over and over again. I don't think the gag banger is being repeated. I think it's gang members and stuff. No, I, don't, I didn't quite catch the banger part. Um just rewatch it. All right. They'll I'll, they'll I'll say take it a, your word for they'll it. They'll say it a couple times. But so this keeps going on like Ruthie keeps like questioning like I'm not in a gang. What's wrong with this hat? Like really? This is not a She even says this isn't a gang hat. This is yeah. my hat. Yeah. Like, whatever. And it's cute. She goes it's so cute. Yeah. You know? And Mrs. Rainey's like no, we don't wear hats. Well, but keeps taking it off, keeps taking it off. Finally Ruthie's like okay, and like puts it in her back pocket. But can we talk about how she puts it in her back pocket cuz I thought that was really freaking cute. Like she's like folding it and she's putting it in her back like a guy. I full on thought that that she was going to get in trouble for doing that yeah <laughs> dude you know what she reminded me of like i sort like you know those boys that would put like books in their back pocket yeah. like those paperbacks that's what she did she looks like um she looks like she looks like jess, jess she's <laughs> jess okay <laughs> ruthie is a mini oh version God, of jess out of my mouth because that's what i thought when i saw i'm like oh hey jess <laughs> she literally folded that and like it's yeah. So cute. Yeah, it is cute. And like, and like the hat is way too big for her pocket, so like it yeah. barely fits in there. But whatever. And then she goes and she's talking to Camille Hamilton, who yeah. we all remember from season one. She's so cute, so cute. And she's like, and she like whispers how Mrs. Rainey thinks she's in a gang or yeah. whatever. And they like giggle, and Mrs. Rainey's like Ruth, <laughs> like gives her like the look mm-hmm. or whatever. 
And I'm just like, oh, I've had it up to here with Mrs. Rainey already. Yeah. You know? Like, calm down. But I will say this, though. I respect Mrs. Rainey's. I mean, she's a teacher. She has to enforce the rules and, and her authority. Like, And she's old school, dude. Yeah. Clearly. She's old school. That's That's all it is. She's old school. And I like how towards the end of the episode after Ruthie like repeatedly puts this hat on and like she's like going against authority and stuff um I like I appreciate that Mrs. Rainey is like you're gonna have to do a timeout now Mm -hmm. like you keep breaking the rule and I've told you repeatedly but but then kind of like in a way that shows you that she's not like the worst person in the world yeah she lets Camille take the time out too yeah like, you know what i mean so like allowing them to be together but she was so cute she cute. like when camille's like can i have a time out too she's like yeah she's thank you i'm like no one would ever say thank you to a time out <laughs> but but it's mrs Wayne's way of saying like i'm being a hard ass yeah but like but like this is just to like show you that your actions have consequences yeah i'm not trying to be mean or like hurt you you know um okay but i have another question all those other kids when they were going out for recess were all putting their caps on backwards no yes rewatch no. it please rewatch it oh my god a bunch of kids I were murder myself what is you this? will see it like one kid as they're walking out has a cap on backwards as they're oh walking gosh. out of the shot, you will see that. And so I'm like, why is she still getting punished? No, that's bad. Then. Yeah. That's just bad editing, yeah. bad filmmaking, bad everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All the kids were like, you know, putting it on. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I saw at least like three or four of them doing it. Just rewatch yeah. that. It's just, it's Damn. funny. But I will say Mrs. Rainey had a really, really cute moment in the bathroom with the girls. Oh, well. Okay, you want to talk about that one? Well, you know, well, first, um, Camille and um, Ruthie were really cute. Like, somehow her hat fell into the toilet, and they're trying to get it out, and they can't. But, like, they keep flushing it, and they're just seeing the hat spin, and they're just giggling. <laughs> yeah. And then the best is when Mrs. Rainey comes in, and she says, what are we doing? Yes, she totally said and I, that. And I said, what? <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was really cute. That was, yeah, it was really cute. Uh, and then, you know, she gets the hat out of the toilet. And then, of course, Ruthie, uh, Camille's like, what are you going to do now? She's like, I'm going to give it to Simon. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was in the toilet. I'm not going to put that on my head. Yeah, so I, I, I just, you know, whenever she said, what are we doing? That was, that was cute. I mean, all in all, Ruthie's story, like, I mean, that's, that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, as we'll find out. Every single one of the kids gets in trouble on their first day of mm-hmm. school, and it, Ruthie included. But does Ruthie get suspended? No, no, right? she doesn't. Like, the worst thing she incurs is like the timeout. That yeah, she yeah, yeah. So, I mean, should we just go chronologically in order, like of each of the kids? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I think that that yeah, that'll make it easy. So Simon. Okay, Simon. He's, Simon has a haircut. He does have, a, yeah, he, he does. Looks, he looks younger mm-hmm. with the haircut, doesn't he? he yeah, looks like more boyish somehow. It's so cute. He's in junior high. Yeah, and Ni- and we see Nigel. Yeah, he and Nigel have agreed to like do the buddy system. Like, yeah, look out for each other. Yeah, but they don't have any classes together. Which yeah, is kind of a bummer. And and Simon, like he's just like always lost in the yeah. hallway. Like he's like left behind. He goes, oh, damn it! Like he has yeah. to run and find his class. And, and then we meet a, like a new sixth grade bully or sorry, junior high bully. Yeah. That they encounter. Um, but he's kind of like an all bark and no bite. Kind yeah, of bully, yeah. 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 Whereas yeah. like 
the f- season one bully was like a total jerk. Yeah. This guy tries to like, cause I guess, um, Simon and Nigel like bump into him by accident or whatever. Yeah. And he tries to pull the whole, like, what did you just do to me or whatever? Mm-hmm. But like, he doesn't actually do anything about it. He just kind of like looms large, you know? Yeah. And, like, that scares. Uh, yeah. Simon's like, bit. I guess the jerks are just bigger here. <laughs> and he's like, do you just call me a jerk? He goes, no, I was just speaking about other jerks in general. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like weaseling his way out of there. <laughs> But, you know, and and then it was, yeah, it's lunchtime. Yeah, so they're at lunch. And, oh, and then Nigel's like, thanks for saving a spot for me. And then he goes, well, no one was here. Like, yeah, no one wants to sit. Yeah, he's like, no one wants to sit with us. Yeah, so then so then this bully sits down and, again, tries to, like, throw his weight around a little bit. And he's like, he's like, what are you guys doing at my table or whatever? And Simon and Nigel are like, we didn't know it was your table. We're just eating. Yeah. And... So then Simon's like, you want to, you want to eat with me? Like you want to take some of my food, whatever. And he has this chicken, yeah, like this leftover chicken. And then he pulls out a knife and fork. And right when he pulls it out, I was like, oh damn, he's got like real cutlery. Yeah. And right in that moment, this teacher walks by and he's like, put the knife down. And, and the teacher says, put the knife down and come with me. And yeah. I'm like, yep. Here we go. He's going to get in trouble for having a real fucking knife. On yeah. It's like, duh. Okay. And then the bully just like eats the chicken. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's tough, really missing out. Tough, tough luck. You know, whatever. Um, so Simon gets hauled away. Mm-hmm. And we find out eventually gets one day suspension yeah. for the knife and the bully at some point we're, we're gonna keep calling him the bully but he's really not the bully yeah. at the end of the day he's like not a bad guy but anyway the bully um makes a comment about like the chicken stabber <laughs> like he calls it yeah. the chicken stabber <laughs> man and he's like he's like one day for a chicken stabber not bad not bad you got off pretty easy yeah <laughs> <laughs> But like an important, and then of course, when he comes out of there, when he comes out of the principal's office, and Nigel says a comment like, "Like who put the knife in your thing in your lunchbox?" Yeah, and he's like, "My mom." Yeah, why didn't I think to say that? Yeah, <laughs> he totally forgot to defend himself. Yeah, <laughs> the principal's office. Like he just was like, "I have a knife. I guess I'm in trouble." Like, cute <laughs> he's like totally just lost and confused and like, didn't nigel say use that like with your parents like use that yeah, that's right because he's like because because simon mentions how like just because he got one day suspension doesn't mean he's not gonna get his like like a new asshole ripped at yeah all. and then he's like he's like well he oh and then of course he asks and he goes my mom put that there he goes yeah he's like use it and that's i was right. like there you go one smart I like, kid i like that nigel has his, like that they have each other's back yeah like it's really cute i just i hope that we continue to see nigel like, mm-hmm. even as they get older yeah like, that'll be really fun and cute um, uh okay but, i mean like that's simon that's right? simon like, pretty much in a nutshell and then I mean, we can talk, we can talk Lucy Mary, right? Yeah, because so, they kind of intertwine here and yeah. there. So Lucy's deal we talked about. She's upset because the, her lock doesn't work, and her pile of book books keeps growing in her hand. Yeah, and she's like lugging it around, and she can't get into her locker. And every time she turns around, there's Ashley and Jimmy like kissing and being annoying. Yeah, but um, like, did you notice that there were some like big backpacks in the in like you know especially well in simon's like junior high when i'm when i was seeing all those like big backpacks i'm like because they're so small i know but (laughs) but i swear when i saw those big backpacks i was like oh shit that was me oh yeah like i always had a heavy pack oh yeah i mean think about it though think about i we don't quite see the sheer amount of books that simon has to contend with yeah but lucy in ninth grade that makes sense walking around with like 15 books in her hand like 
imagine i like, remember like our books like yeah. being all heavy and our lockers were never big enough oh, yeah. you would always be stacking on top of each other Stacky, and then you had to carry the le- like the whatever was left in your backpack uh-huh. you just didn't have room and then you have to take all that shit home for like homework and stuff oh my god that that was it's no hard wonder, it's no wonder we don't have worse back problems as adults i you know? know like how did we survive like when you think about it, like those kids that have those roll bags, like in in oh hindsight, gosh. you're like, yeah, you were smart. You were smart. But, <laughs> but you look like a dork, smart. but you were so. <laughs> I mean, not only did you look like a total dweeb, but like imagine navigating the halls of oh, high school. Oh, oh, yeah. Bag. No, you can't. Yeah, like, you have to it's run. Impossible. Like, you, not only is it super congested because there's hundreds of kids in a tiny little hallway, mm-hmm. but like you're all in there at the same time. So, like, there's just no way. Do you remember our hallways? Like, how yeah. crowded they were? get oh yeah i vividly like like horror stories oh my god remember when like did you ever have a bottom locker yes oh that was the worst but one okay one time i fell (laughs) uh well first of all it got really crowded and at some point I remember in high school, everyone was just getting really pushy and just being obnoxious. Like everyone was like holding on to each other and just like rowing yeah, themselves back and to, forth. We used to do stupid shit like that. Well, this one incident, someone stepped on my foot, which didn't give me enough room to hold on. So I fell backwards. Oh, oh man. That, that's giving me like trauma. I fell backwards, but this was, I swear, it's like out of a movie. It's awesome. So I fell backwards. And it's so crowded, someone walked on my stomach. Oh, my God. And someone said, I stepped on something. I'm like, a human. (laughs) And then one guy literally caged me. Like, he, he like, like went. to protect you. Yeah, he went over me. And he said, grab onto my sweater and pull yourself up. I was like, this is so funny in my head. But, like, I'm like, okay, and... Poor guy, I probably, I almost dragged him down, but like I had to pull my, cause you know, you have your pack on you yeah, and that shit's heavy. So, and he literally like held on so I can pull myself back up, but it was so funny. Like someone stepped on my stomach. Wow. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, a human. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, the halls in these kids, at least they're wider, massive. Well, yeah, like they're like full on cavernous rooms where they Mm -hmm. have lockers. We did not have that. No, 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 we didn't. It was was crowded times. Brutal. Like I would always be waiting around the steps, just waiting for everyone to get in. And then I would walk in. So smart. I would do that after a while. Smart. (laughs) <laughs> but I was always like a lingerer. Like I never wanted to go into the classroom until the damn bell rang. Like so, I was I was one of those people that was like loitering in the hallways, like just like dicking around with my yeah. locker, you know, until the bell rang. But yeah, I see that works. But I so I I mean I feel bad for Lucy because like her stupid fucking lock won't open. Yeah, know? she's like you just see her tugging on it all the time. Yeah, and she's like literally carrying like by, by the end she's carrying like fifteen to twenty books in her hand. Yeah, like, it's insane. She's in the bathroom and like she's tapping away. Oh yeah, she's like hiding in the bathroom stall yeah. with her pile of books. And then, and then when Mary walks in, mm-hmm. um, she she's like Lucy. Yeah. And they talk, and Mary tells her, like, I'll help you. Put your stuff in my locker for now. Yeah. And I have some aspirin to help because Lucy's complaining about her arms hurting. Or yeah. Um, so so Mary's, like, being a good big sister, which I have to be honest, 
Remember how in season one, when Lucy was worried about how she's going to face high school without her yeah. best friend, and Mary was like, I'll be there for you, don't worry. I thought that was total bullshit. Like, I for sure thought, like, yeah. Mary was not going to give two shits about Lucy being yeah. in school. But she has. Like, mm-hmm. so far, what we've seen, like, anytime she's seen Lucy in the hallway, it was like, it's never been like a oh, little sister. Yeah. It's always been like, how's it going? How are you doing? Like, let me mm-hmm. help you. It's really sweet and cute. Um. So anyway, so so... They leave the bathroom. That's when that Marcus guy says that gross thing about, did you put your faces on? Yeah. And Mary and Mary makes a comment like, what is this, the 50s? Yeah. <laughs> and so whatever, she sends him on his way. Yeah. And then at that point, um, Lucy hands over her books to Mary. and takes the pills from um, Mary. And takes it right when the principal is passing by. Yeah. And the principal is just like... Um, no drugs or anything is allowed, whatever. And she and it's the same principal, might I add, from season one. Yeah, the one who does all that awesome schooling? Yeah. on Michael, what's his name? Oh yeah, the, the, the one who's like bullying Mary. Yeah, you know, and so the same principal. And she's like, she's like, oh, drug use, great, come to my office. Yeah, <laughs> and and the girls explain to her how it's aspirin. But this is a part where I'm a little confused, and I wonder if that's if that was true. I mean, I guess it's been so long, but like she goes, no, no drugs or prescription allowed. Doesn't matter over the counter pills or anything like that or even prescription or non prescription is allowed. And is that That true? true. Non like prescription? Like, come on. Yeah, no. You're kind of pushing it. You have like some sort of condition where you need medicine. Yeah. There's no way that they're like not allowed in my school. Yeah. But I think the point is like. You she's be being a hard ass yeah something like you can't just like have shit in the in, in yeah like in school like you know without mm-hmm. knowing or whatever i think that's the point which like i mean whatever and she, again she suspends both of them yeah she gives them the one day special or whatever she yeah she's you know to the camdens but i mean i like i guess it you know whatever call it harsh or not or but i think it's 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 smart. No matter what, no. Even though she likes them, she goes. I, I'm still yeah, gonna punish to you. She has to. Across the board, and it's similar to like Mrs. Rainey's deal, right? Yeah. It's like it's like, listen, I get it. I understand that you're not in a gang. I understand that like this isn't really like you're not trying to be hard or whatever. But the rules are the rules, and you will have consequences if you continue to break them. Yeah. You know that's the deal. So she did that. Yeah. And then, okay, so that's it about Mary and Lucy. Pretty much, yeah. Do you want to talk about Matt? Yeah, so let's talk about <laughs> Matt. Let's talk about Matt. So Matt's storyline begins when he enters a classroom and this Adonis is standing there. Because, <laughs> like, literally, this was, this was the arc of my reaction. You see his face and you're like, damn, sexy hunk teacher. And... Okay. No, no. Go ahead. No, and my when I saw him, I was like, "Why do I know that face?" Really? You know him? Who is he? Well, he's been on. Um. Okay. Here's the funny thing. I was like, okay, he he's like this good-looking heartthrob. Like he's really handsome. Like he has to have been in other roles or whatever. I was like, why does his face look familiar? He was in the show. He was in that show Savannah. I never watched it, and I was a show. There was a show called Savannah, and I remember thinking as a kid, whenever I would see the previews, I never watched it. I just remember thinking there's a lot of adultery hmm. in that show. And I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but I just remember it looked extremely naughty whenever I was a kid. 
I don't know because it always there was this redhead and I'm forgetting the actress name but she was like totally sexy and then it seemed like he was in a relationship with some woman ringing any bells right now I know the thing is like I have images of what that show was no like I'm saying like I'm when you said redhead I was like oh hmm (laughs) yeah there was a redhead and then it seems like he was in a relationship with someone and somehow like either she's trying to get him or maybe get him back. See, like, I can't even remember. But I just remember thinking, like, the previews always look raunchy. Hmm. I don't know. And so he was, like, the main character. Yeah, but that show didn't last long. But I remember... Clearly. Yeah, but I remember <laughs> seeing, like, previews to that. Hmm. Like, commercials and stuff here and there for that show. But um, uh, I know he's done other stuff, too, that I'm blacking out on. I know he's done other stuff. I'm just forgetting right now. I mean, he has that face. He looks like he could have been in a soap opera. Oh, like, yeah. On any number of lifetimes. He probably movies. has. Yeah. He probably has been on yeah. uh, in a bunch of soap operas, maybe. But but it's just so funny to me because, like... He looks like a German god. Like, he pops up, right? Like, like, he doesn't say anything. He's just there, like, when Matt walks in. And then Matt's, like, taken aback because he's expecting a female teacher. Mm-hmm. And An old lady. Yeah, and he, and when he asks, like, is this Mrs. So-and-so's English class, this teacher immediately, like, gives Matt such attitude. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, it is. Uh, Welcome. Yeah, she won't be joining us all year because she just got married and, like, whatever. And Matt's like, what? No, I think the cutest was this, like, yeah, but I'm the teacher. And then he was just like, oh, how come? And then he's like, well, and then he goes into the backstory. But it's like. (laughs) jerk much like yeah calm down he's just like confused yeah like, all you have to do is like yeah have a seat i'll be taking over this class this year mm-hmm. like have a seat like yeah deal, like dude. he's out to get him already yeah. like it's so out of nowhere that so so for me in my head i was like "Ooh, sexy teacher oh never mind yeah <laughs> like literally within a second I was yeah like, never mind and then and then matt finds his friend oh yeah can we who, you know yes. who his friend is right yeah the husband, Paula's husband on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yep. Oh, my he's God. been on like th- the thing is with this guy, though, like he's he's had a lot of work. Like he's oh, done yeah. so oh, yeah. much like it would be hard and to keep so up young here. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. He was even in Miss Congeniality. What? Yeah. He's um he he plays um oh, the, the son. son of. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Miss. What was her name? Uh, Candace Bergman. No, I'm I'm trying. I'm remembering the characters. Well, that's name. the actress's name, right? Yeah, I yeah. That up, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm trying to remember the th- whatever. God, who cares? But yeah, she was. Yeah, he was hilarious in that. Um, but yeah, now he's on Crazy Ex Girlfriend, yeah. and he's actually. I don't know if you're caught up on season two or anything. Um, somewhat. I. Well, no spoilers for the listeners anyway. But it's a great show, and you should all watch it. Yeah. But. Like in season one, he doesn't. He wasn't really much of a. Character, yeah, I feel like he's, he's like, showing he's up like more, in right? More in the season, good. Like, like in a good way. Yeah, you know? it's kind of cool. I like him. I think he's funny. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So Matt basically he calls him over. And Matt sits with him, and then of course the teacher goes, "Everybody look to your left. Everybody look to your right." What did he say? Like one of those two people will not be in a cap and gown come the end of this year. Yeah, like, total hard ass. Like, which is which is like a stupid speech that all teachers give when they're trying to be a hard ass. But the way he says it, it's like, where is this attitude coming from? Like, yeah, you're such a jerk. Like, mm-hmm. this is day one of the semester. Like, calm down, yep. dude. Um, but so Matt is kind of like 
kind of like he's starting off in a negative position with this guy Mm -hmm. for no reason. You know what I mean? Like for no fault of his own, this guy has it out for him already. Yeah. Um, Which is why when they're in the hallway, he and his friend and Matt's like talking shit about him and he pops up behind him and turns around he can barely try to like get himself out of it when the goddamn beeper goes off. Yeah. <laughs> and then the teacher has to be like, oh, uh, I guess you didn't realize that beepers were on the list of gang paraphernalia. Yeah. Or drug paraphernalia. Yeah. So uh, come with me. And he like leads him to the principal's office. <laughs> so stupid. It's so bad. And I feel so bad for Matt because I'm like, what did this guy do to deserve any of this? But hold on. Okay. So, and then the principal comes out and she said, I'm going to do like the Camden uh, one, like family. family Yeah. The family suspension each. Yeah. And then the teacher comes back out again. What was his name? What was the teacher's name? Mr. Coper? Yeah. Mr. Coper or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Coper. Coper. So he comes back out and then he starts talking to Mary. And he starts talking to Mary and he said like, I hear you're uh, on the basketball team yeah, or, or you're benched or whatever. Right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, my knee. And he's like, he's like, well, well, I'm taking over. I'm the sitting. This is what he says. This is the best part ever. He goes, he goes, I'm helping out the current coach until he retires and then I'll be taking over as the coach. So what do you say? Like, I help you work out the knee yeah we'll have you back playing like come next semester but mm-hmm. which makes no sense because there's only one basketball season in a year but anyway, yeah whatever so he goes like i'll have you playing whatever and mary's like excited about it yeah and then the principal comes up and goes oh yeah he used to teach or he coached the women's olympic basketball team what the <laughs> hell are you doing at this school like why didn't you go with the sparks yeah he's like because i like to teach <laughs> like what the fuck it's is like happening sh- right now yeah and then of course he gives a speech to matt again yeah, yeah, yeah. saying why don't you uh, write me a three-page paper on those essays we talked about in class today and he goes i would he's like but i'm suspended he goes therefore you'll have all the time yeah. and then he goes he's like and you're writing like what do you say? He's like, you have, you have. Your previous teacher left me all your files. Yeah. You're pretty good at writing. I just figured like I should challenge you a little bit or whatever, mm-hmm. which. All right, buddy. But Does he- it, it doesn't explain why you're such a jerk. Okay. But I just can't help but feel like these teachers and the, and the principal are like, they're, they're an army. Like they know everything <laughs> that's going on. They're going to help each other out. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, how are they everywhere? And know everything on, on, like, on everybody. Like, they know everything. And well, yet, it's their job as teachers. Whatever. But, yeah. I, mean, okay. I know. It's impossible. It's like, there's no real way that could be. But, whatever. The Camdens are special, obvi. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, oh, man. I don't know. Oh, but can we, um, can we talk about the moment about Mary and Matt talking about Lucy? Oh, we should talk about that. So, there's this moment in the hall right after Lucy. Uh, so Mary is like still showing Marcus around and runs into Lucy. And this is right after like Lucy has had her first encounter with Ashley and Jimmy <laughs> and all that shit. And she's like, she's like complaining to Mary about how like God hates her and like everything is the worst thing in the world and her life is ruined or whatever. 
And then she walks away or she storms off as she's wont to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt comes up at that moment and this happens, which is just pretty great. Hey, uh, what's up with Lucy? God hates her. Still? I mean, think after 13 years, you'd move on to someone else. <laughs> I love that. It's so great. Still? <laughs> it's, it's, it's an uncharacteristically, like, hilarious moment yeah. from the show. The show doesn't give us moments like that yeah. often enough. Yeah. And they're so funny and, like, wonderful. Like, we, I want more of that, mm-hmm. you know? I want more of that. I want more of things like Simon coming out of the bathroom and being like, she named her kid Grandma. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> like, that's what I want. I want funny lines like that because it helps make it good. Um, oh, another thing, whenever we were talking about, like, how the principal and the dean know everything about everyone's business. Yeah. Why Why did the principal know that Lucy is trying to avoid Ashley and, oh God, and Jimmy? Worst. That's such a breach of, like, decency or whatever. How does she know? And what she tells her. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like, so after she's suspended Lucy and Mary, um, in a way to, like, I guess, win favor with Lucy or something. Which, why do you care? Yeah. Anyways. Well, I guess she's trying to make her feel better, really, is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, She goes to Lucy and she's like... Uh, so you know that girl that has her locker next to you, that Ashley something. She she literally says that Ashley so and so or whatever. Yeah, which is like so awful for a principal to say. But anyway, she goes, yeah. So it turns out, um, in in the lunch room, she had an accident and she mooned everybody. Yeah, like she slipped and like she slipped or like she tripped and slid all the way down yeah, and showed everybody her Pocahontas underwear. And I'm just like, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, for a principal to be talking like that about another student to a student, like, that's just so wrong. And it ends with, there are some uh, some days are better than others or something like that. You'll have bad days and good days. I'm like, dude, couldn't you just say that? Couldn't you just be like, I'm sorry that you're having a bad day, but some days are bad and some days will be great. Like, can't you yeah. just leave it at that? Or even better, do Lucy a solid and go like, we reassigned Ashley's locker. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, we, do, no one needs to hear. Do Lucy a solid. <laughs> no one needs to hear about her goddamn Pocahontas underwear. Like, what the fuck? I, mm. It's so bizarre. It's weird. It's just weird. <laughs> it is. Why does she know? And, like, why are you gossiping to a freshman? Yeah. That, that's the thing. I think that's the thing that's gross about it. It's one thing. It happened, so it's factual. Like, the whole school saw it, whatever. But, like, in your position, you shouldn't be talking about another another student like that, bottom line. Like, you, yeah. like, you, you should not be spreading the gossip and, like, making it worse and, like, laughing at another student, essentially, behind their back. Like, what the fuck, dude? You be the mm-hmm. adult, you know? It's weird. Anyway. So. Okay, so they're <laughs> all suspended except Ruthie. Well, yeah, but they all basically, moral of the story is like, had a shit day. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but we need to talk about... The Camdens? Uh, the Cam- mom and dad? Yeah, Eric and Annie, yeah. yeah. So after the kids go to school, um, we see Annie and Eric in a little bit of domestic bliss. Eric is just like reading the newspaper, lounging on the couch, and he's going to take a nice bath. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They're reveling in the fact that they have the house to themselves. Of course, the phone rings. Of course, it's Sergeant Michaels. 
Of course, they need Eric to come running because there's a kid. To be a negotiator. <laughs> Seriously. To like, be a negotiator. Eric going to play on this show? <laughs> they, they're they assuming that this kid is going to commit suicide. Well, he's threatening to jump off the building. So, yeah. You know, off of a 30-story building? I know. I think, no, I think it's that's like, a rumor that got spread, right? Yeah. Because what we see is like, we see that Eric gets called to this event or the site mm-hmm. um and then we see that each of the kids like at their respective schools is hearing this rumor about yeah. this kid who's threatening to jump and like it's getting more and more like heightened the rumor mm-hmm. like it's because at nigel at some point tells simon there's a kid who's threatening to jump off of a 30-story building yeah whatever, the stories just get worse and worse not, yeah you know, not true um oh and then do you remember when matt's friend uh, fills lucy in on it and he goes, he's like, I thought it was important that a senior is filling you in. And yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, okay. And then it turns out everybody already knows. Like, yeah, she's so like, Lucy's like, great. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, whatever. But, okay, uh, yeah. So he gets called in. Yeah. To talk to this kid or to whatever, bring him down. I just don't understand how he's credible to do it, but whatever. Not going to question it. Yeah, let's just assume that Eric's in the right position to be doing this. Yeah. So let's, there's two things to talk about. Yes, there are. Who's the mother? Mrs. Foreman. (laughs) Fred. Deborah Jo Rupp, who I was super excited because I saw her name in the credits, you know, in the opening credits. And I, I was miss like, her oh, laugh. That's so fun! Like she and Mila Kunis are going to be in the same episode. How funny! Because like a year later, they're starring in that same mm-hmm. show together, or whatever. But they have zero scenes together because Ashley is at school. And yeah. This and Deborah Jo Rupp plays Mrs. Suicide Kid. Um, oh crap! What was her name? I don't know. June. It's June. June. Okay. I don't know last name, but June. Um. So she's. She's obviously distraught. That's her son. Yeah. You know, like what's going on, whatever. But she's kind of like a hard ass. Like, oh, she's, yeah, she's she's obviously upset that her son's up there and threatening to jump. But she's not like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's just like, get down here, you fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. You know? Like, no, there's like won't take his shit. Basically. Yeah. Like there's it feels like there's no compassion. Yeah. It's almost like you're wasting my time. Yeah. And it's really harsh. Yeah. Um. And then the second thing to talk about is who is the kid? Yep. Uh, home improvement. What was what was what his, was the character's his, the name? The name is uh, his the actor's name is Taryn Noah Smith. Smith. There we go. Um, who played the youngest kid on Home Improvement. And here's where I tripped out because I was, did some IMDb research and this was in 97 and Home Improvement had already been on. Yeah. For a while. It was running. Home Improvement ran from 91 to 99. Yeah. So he was in the middle of his Home Improvement run when he just had time to do this role on Seventh Heaven. I loved Home Improvement. I loved it too. That was was really weird. Like, can can you imagine? You're a kid. Like, you're not a starting actor. Like, this is, like, you're already known. Yeah. Yeah. And imagine, like, and, you know, it's it's not a crossover. He's not playing the same character. So, like, it's really odd that he has this random one-off role and, yeah. in another very well-established show on a competing network, might I add. Yeah. Like, where did that happen? Like, how did that happen? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? 
Man, yeah. I was so not about home improvement whenever I was younger. And then oh one God, day, so I know, it? no, it was. And then like, I loved it. I never liked it um, when it was out in the 90s. I don't know what it was. I think everybody was all crazy about JTT. And I was just oh, like, yeah. well, what? I don't get it. Why does everybody like him? And then when Home Improvement was on Oxygen, when like they have like <laughs> those crazy reruns, I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. And I is said, home, shit, I love this show. Is Home Improvement available on any of the streaming shows? Uh, I don't know, but now? I will totally rewatch them. I would them. totally do a Because they're it. funny. Like, they're still funny. Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's not on Netflix, but I wonder if it's on Hulu. Everyone's comedic timing is so good it's a fun show yeah it's it, i like that show a lot you know the actor that played wilson died yeah yeah uh what was it like two years ago maybe something like that mm-hmm. yeah so sad you know what he you know who he reminded me of every time i would hear him speak mm. richard from gilmore girls oh their voices were yeah. so similar to me yeah, like, like that deep sort yeah of, you know for a while i'd be like isn't that richie rich's dad like because <laughs> oh, whenever yeah. richie rich yeah <laughs> that's now what they're i thought. both dead i know oh, 2014 you sucked <laughs> just as much as 2016 did um but yeah. yeah so okay so now we know who the players are so basically this kid's on the roof and he's threatened he's threatened to jump Deborah Joe Rupp is on the is at the bottom with Annie and Eric and Sergeant Michael. Yeah, and she's kind of like not having it, and no. he keeps yelling down like, "Don't you dare come up here!" Because she keeps like, "I'm coming up there," and he's like, "I don't want you to come up here. If you come up here, I'm gonna." Jump yeah, and even yeah, and he even tells like the he even tells Eric like, "Don't like whatever you do, don't let her come up here." Yeah, and see, so I was expecting there to be like some dark shit gonna happening between these two uh-huh. because because for I, I was like full-on like she's in denial about her son she's not listening to him yeah and he's and he's going through some dark shit yeah and this is not gonna end well like i was i was full-on like going a soap opera with it yeah yeah know? of course and they didn't quite go there no they, they kept it pretty pg in terms of what was going on yeah with the kid and it really just boiled down to like he's kind of like a nerd and he doesn't have very many friends and and every time he tries to talk to his mom she never listens yeah like he's but like his main thing is he's never heard that's true he's never heard yeah and that's i mean that's why he went to such extreme and like he says he's like i listen to you when you have to say something yeah like he says that and like i'm like whoa yeah mom you gotta listen to your son yeah and especially if you're, you know, she's a single mom. She works hard. She doesn't have time. Like, yeah. you know, she's that. that's like, well, that's the role that she's playing. Like single mom doesn't have the time, brings home the bacon, make sure that the kid has clothes on his back, that kind of thing. And doesn't have time to mess around. Well, doesn't have time to mess around, but also doesn't have time to like think about her kids feelings. Yeah. Like, like in her mind, it's like get dressed, go to work, go to school, come home, and do the, your homework, feed the kid, put him to bed. You know what I mean? And she's, she's kind of she's a tyrant. Emotions. Yeah. She's and really she's a tyrant. Emotions, she's not really like paying attention yeah. to the fact that this kid's like not happy. And I don't want to say like, like depressed or whatever, but like dissatisfied, no, yeah. like, dissatisfied with his life. Um, well, I mean, the things that she said, like he wanted to play soccer, but I thought it would take away from his study. So I didn't let him and he could get hurt or whatever she said. Yeah. So she's not letting him like breathe or make his own choices. She's doing it all, you know? Yeah. So there's that. Or she and she also says, like, I've had him under control for this many years. Yeah. You know, like, so it's just it's all control. She can't let go. Yeah. It's uh, no. See, so this is all really interesting, right? Like it's a 
there there's like a deep I mean, there's a story here and, yeah. like, and it's like profound in its way in a very seventh heaven way of like, oh, this is the lesson we learned mm -hmm. or whatever. But it seems so disjointed from everything else that the kids are going through, like like from everything else that's happening in the episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the, there's no tie in. Yeah. Like they try to tie like to your point. They try to tie it in by making the kid be like. Oh, like I don't want to go to school because like I'm a dweeb and da 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 da. But to your point, like it's not about that. The, mm -hmm. This has happened. The kid is threatening suicide and really upset because of the deeper issues with the family, like with his yeah. mom. And I feel like that's great in terms of a story or whatever, but it seems very out of place with the rest of the story you're telling with these mm -hmm. kids because the story with the kids is. They're all sort of fish out of water. They're all in new circumstances. Yeah. They're all dealing with like first day of school, like drama, kid, blah, 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 blah. And Jumper Kid is not really dealing with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Dealing with deeper issues here, you know? Do you think they were just trying to show different, different experiences for kids? Like, this is one experience that a high schooler or whatever freshman might be going through. Maybe like everyone or are they comparing like what's a hardship like in high school? Like how, how deep does it go? I genuinely think it's supposed to. Oh well, no, I don't, I don't genuinely think this, but I'm thinking like maybe, maybe it's supposed to show a juxtaposition between, you know, these kids all got in trouble. They got, they all got, they all got suspended, but their infractions were minor mm -hmm. compared to like here's a kid who is going through some really deep shit and like this is really how bad it could get yeah for a high school student i guess but again it doesn't but it doesn't compute. tie in yeah it doesn't compute for me because because the jumper story sort of stands on its own almost like mm -hmm. that could be its all a whole own episode and i feel like they just threw it in and it doesn't quite work i don't know yeah and i was trying to show you like how gossip works also like in school and then yeah and like okay like okay i this is very weird but as the principal was gossiping with lucy okay mm -hmm. there's that now everybody at school is hearing a different version of what's going on with this kid right okay now at the end of the episode we see all the kids Facing mom and dad. And they're all... And telling the, the stories of telling what happened the, to them. Yeah, of what happened to them. Each one are like telling them, okay, so I got suspended for the knife, mom, your fault. Uh, the beeper, dad, your fault. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, okay, so they're all sharing their, their tales of woe. And, right. and then Eric, um, the kids were like, oh, so what happened with him? And Eric just, you know whatever tells them this made up story backs yeah ba backs the kid up basically. yeah and um and of course you know matt basically is like lame lamest story i've ever heard he goes doesn't matter just spread it around spread that yeah yeah and and it's just um shouldn't we not gossip <laughs> well no but that's the point though see like the kids all want to gossip right they're like yeah. tell us about the jumper how to go down da -da 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 -da. Mm -hmm. and and eric's like no, well, maybe we shouldn't. Well, I guess it's going to all be around like, school tomorrow anyway. Yeah. So then he gives them, like, the lie, the lie story. Mm -hmm. Which is some cock and bull. He was trying to save somebody or whatever. Um, which I think is supposed to say to us, like, gossiping and rumors 
are gonna spread no matter what Mm -hmm. but we can control the story like yeah we can control how we portray things Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm making that up on the spot i don't quite know even if that's a good lesson to learn or something i i mean i guess but i think they just don't want to hurt the kid that's all it is they just yeah protecting the kid for sure yeah and the show has touched on gossip a few times The same with Mary when that guy was harassing her, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, he was spreading rumors about her and then writing stuff on the bathroom stall. So, like, they've touched on it. and But the thing is, it's like they've never really hit what gossiping is. They touch on it. They let you know how how deep (laughs) gossip can go. But the thing is, like, it's never um, the problem. Like, at that point, it was the harassment that was happening with Mary. Right. It wasn't even about the gossip. Yeah, he was spreading rumors, but like they were talking about you sna- uh, snapping her bra strap. Like, right. do you know what I'm saying? Like, and they, like they were liable and stuff. Yeah, too, like they were know? they were focusing on the bigger things, but they're showing you. Like, I don't know. I just felt like they've touched gossip here and there. I mean, no, that's fair. I would say that the gossip factor is not really a factor. Yeah. In the episode. Yeah, I don't think so either. It is like. I, but I just find I it funny know. that they bring it in. Well, because why wouldn't? They? Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, they're they're already throwing everything. Yeah, you know, and into this, like, why wouldn't they add on the layer of like, kids will be kids, gossip will spread, whatever. This is high school kind of thing. But I do not miss it. Yeah, it really made me like, because this is totally like a. Um, I mean, my episode yeah. about like school right and and i and i also noticed too there's a lot of negative attitudes being portrayed by the camden kids like about school Mm -hmm. you know like they're all like being just like shitty about it like lucy's like i fucking hate high school oh my god like simon's like oh my god my first day in sixth grade it's gonna be a torture like thank god i have my buddy yeah like uh matt's all bummed because He's like, oh, it's going to be my senior year and blah, blah. Like, they're all being really negative about school, mm-hmm. which I understand is like a classic sort of television way of deal- like of talking about high school. You know, yeah. it's like it's so much easier to like talk shit about it than to be like, high school's great. You yeah, know? obviously. But it w- it did worry me a little bit that like this was sort of public and popular sentiment about what high school is at yeah. the time. Like it's like it's a bummer that mm-hmm. like that we were like priming kids to like expect high school to be shitty. Yeah, you know? I mean, I didn't hate my experience. If anything, I I know that I laughed a lot. I mean, during my high I school, would never go back to high school. Even I no, you, even if you told because me like be let's great. okay, look. I mean, you had some great days, but let's be real. Like, kids are mean. They are mean. They can be so vicious and I don't get it. I don't know. Like, I'll never get it. High school is literally the worst combination of having no power and feeling like you're the smartest and best person in the world. Mm -hmm. It's that it's that awful place of like it's like being in prison, literally like 
like you have zero authority and zero power and zero say think about it you're being herded and shuffled around from room to room at, at the sound of a bell it's war you, you eat when they tell you to eat you you play when they tell you to play like you have zero freedom over yourself and yet it's the one time it's the time in your life when you're like discovering what it is to be yourself and like learning who you are and like testing boundaries and like getting ready to be out in the world on your own mm-hmm. and you're fully like sheltered and closed off from that it's literally the worst it's, it's war it's <laughs> bad i get and so to that degree like or someone someone effect. would be really upset about what i just said right now for sure i can hear it well, but i mean i it's just you know it's just it's a shit time okay so to that extent your ego is being it. built it's like your ego is being built and it's also being demolished at the same time yeah i mean it's rough so i understand the where the show is coming from in like bombarding us with like this negative sort of sentiment about school or whatever. But at the same time, I think it's worth exploring the aspects of school, which can be great, which are being part of a club, let's say, or a group or a sports team or whatever, Mm -hmm. where you feel connected, you feel part of a team. You're, you're surrounded by people of your same ilk, you know, that think like you that have similar interests. That's why they call them peers. Sorry. Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, like maybe, maybe, um, having a teacher that's, that really like opens up your mind and like really like shows you what you're capable of or something, you know, or Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, why not focus on those aspects of school? Why not show us those aspects of school and really not make it such a negative portrayal? Yeah. I don't know. And I, and who knows, maybe they will do that down the line. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't know, you know, but I think it's worth it. Like, I think it's worthwhile to explore those things when it comes to portraying school on television, because that's really, I mean, when you, when you, when you, here we are 10 years removed or whatever, Mm -hmm. right from high school, it's like, I don't remember every time I was bullied, but I remember that teacher or that, or that one transformative moment that I had in class when like, Mm -hmm. when the math clicked and I got it or, you know what I mean? Like that's the shit that I'm going to hang on to anyway. So why not focus on that? In the media portrayal. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. That's my soapbox moment of the day. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I agree. Thank you. So, I mean, did we do it? I feel like every episode ends with me asking, did we do it? But I think we did. Yeah, but I I have one more thing to point out. Can we... I don't understand why the writers decided to get the dog in on... Like, okay, when, what's it called? When Mary, not, not, not Mary. When Ruthie, when Simon gets the hat from Ruthie and Simon puts it on and there's a shot, there's a shot to the dog and the dog, you can hear it go, hmm. <laughs> you see the dog like as if he's in on it. Right. We see the dog in on the joke or whatever in the previous episode, in the opening and in this one. Like if there's a, if there's a weird moment, like it, Apparently he ha- like they're showing his emotions or like him being in on it. I'm not hating on it. I just find it funny. Well, because I don't think it's that though. I don't think it's like oh the dog gets it or like he's in on the joke. I just think it's a funny thing that that shows with dogs do. You know, where I guess. like the dog gets to react to something because it's cute. I don't I, think it was like supposed to be like oh uh, happy gets it. You know, I don't. Know. I don't know. I, that's the vibe I got. That like happy gets it. I'm like why? Do, how does happy get it? I mean, maybe he smells the dog, like the cap, and sees. And I don't know. Sees how it smells weird. I just find it funny that she starts giggling, and then, yeah, and then he's like, "What? 
and he has a hat on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man, but please rewatch it. When I say all the other kids the put kids, on the cap, I really can't believe I never noticed that. I mean, I never noticed that there was anybody in that shot other than Ruthie and Cammy or mm-hmm. Camille or whatever. So you called her Cammy. It's not even Cammy, is it? Because that's the actress's name. Well, yeah. The character's name is Lynn. <gasps> <laughs> We're bad. It's Lynn. Um, but yeah. All right. So should we do the who did you relate to thing? I think you'll be surprised by mine. So I'll let you go first. Nobody. Really? Really nobody. I I can't. No, nobody. Okay. Me. Uh. I, mean, I don't force it. No, I know, but like the only one that I can maybe, maybe Matt. <laughs> maybe Matt. Because Matt just looks like, oh man, they're out to get me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe that that like that feeling, but that's about it. Fair. But seriously, nobody. So for me, it's actually the jumper kid. Ah you know, in my head right now, I was like, if she says the jumper kid, I'm I'm gonna lose it. Yeah. So let me clarify by saying not in the so in not in so far as like I've contemplated suicide or anything like that. I've never once good clear it up building <laughs> threatening to jump off of it. That's not at all the aspects of him that I relate to. But the minute he started talking about how his mom never listens mm. and how he feels like he can't get through to her and how he's always listening to her and like doing whatever she says, but she can never once just like get him mm-hmm. that's what that's when i unlocked that and i was like oh dude like i exactly know how that feels mm. um because i i mean that's like my big i'm like listen i'm well in my 20s at this point and i mean i have a complicated relationship with my mom anyway but i think it only gets more complicated the older she and i both get but like I've been saying to my mom for years, ever since I can remember, that she does not listen. And and I, I think it's easy to say that, you know, and mm-hmm. like not mean it just because, like, you're not heard when you when you want something or whatever. Yeah. But, like, tr- like genuinely, truly, like, my mom doesn't know how to be my mom a lot of the times. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't quite get what it is that I need from her when mm-hmm. I need it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a big sort of sore spot between us. Like it's 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 sort of like the big conflict of our lives, if you will, um, or of our relationship with each other. Um, and I'm not going to get it. I mean, I'm not going to try to make this like my therapeutic session or whatever, but I'll leave it at that and just say, like, I totally um, felt what that kid was feeling in that moment. Like and I got it, you know, so. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people can identify with that. Yeah, I'm positive of that. And that's why I say, too, because I feel like that was such a kind of powerful moment. Like this episode should have been about that. You know what I mean? It would have been really nice. And it really wasn't like the the jumper story really felt like an afterthought and not like the meat and potatoes of this episode. No, it wasn't. And it totally it, sh- should and could have been. Yeah, you know? it, it was. It was just about how, now. How do we make Eric and Annie's day crazy? That's and what like it that, feels like. And they and they focus so much on the kids and their shenanigans, each and every one of them, 
that it makes you think like, oh, I guess this is about this is like the concept episode where they all get in trouble today. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's and it it should have been about this kid. And it I mean, what it should have been about is parental and child relationships, like how to listen to your kid. Yeah. How to like ha- foster that relationship in a way that doesn't make your kid feel like they're less than or whatever. Like that's what this episode sh- episode should have been about. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Yeah, I, I had a lot of thoughts whenever I was watching that between the mom and dad. I mean, mom and dad, um, the mom and son. Just the things that she was saying. You, it, it you know, oh, you know, uh, his father found out that I was pregnant and never came back again. Mm-hmm. And it seems like she's never let that go. No, no, she hasn't. And it's like, oh well, huh, I found your resentment right there. And you're probably holding it against the kid mm-hmm. without realizing it. Mm-hmm. And she tries to provide for the kid. Okay. But like, you know, your work doesn't end there, mom. Like you're yeah. providing for the kid. And I'm sure like you've sacrificed a lot for that kid. For sure you have. But you're not listening. That's all the kid wants. You're not there. It's, 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 it's what I was saying. Like earlier. you're not it's like emotionally you're not supportive there for him in the way that he needs you. To yeah. Be. Cause, because you're there for him in the ways that he needs, right? You feed him, you, you clothe him, you provide a roof over his head. She's taken on a male role. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I disagree with that. No. Well, in, in some ways, like it's just, she, she, I feel like she's because she's compartmentalizing everything. Like, I have to do this. I have to do that. Things have to be in this order, that kind of thing. Like everything is just in order. But when it comes to emotions, she's not good at it. But that's the thing is like, I think you're saying you're, you're, you're calling emotions what I'm calling like the, the idea of like this kid needs more than just his necessities. Like, well, yeah, he needs to be nurtured in a way that that he needs yeah and the only way that any parent at least with my childless limited self can imagine is like the only way to be a parent is like to understand what your kid needs Mm -hmm. or at the very least even if you don't intuitively understand that listen yeah and by listen i mean like not just like physically like hear him when he talks but i mean like pay attention digest whatever it is he's saying that he's like getting the like messaging to you you know what i mean and it sucks he had to go that far yeah it really does but thank god and i mean he keeps saying too like i was never really gonna jump thank god that's true because for so many other people that's not true because when they get on that roof they're really gonna jump yeah when someone decides to check out like truly check out they'll check out yeah And, and at any age like oh my god that's the worst thing you know so yeah, I mean, this could have been a lot darker, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. And had they spent more time on it, I think they could have explored that a little bit more mm-hmm. and really given us more juiciness. It would have been a different story. kind of drama. Yeah, and one that I frankly think I would have appreciated a little bit more. Because as it is, they only spent maybe, what, 10 minutes of screen time mm-hmm. on it? They rushed through all the stuff about Deborah Jo Rupp's character's background, you know, like the stuff about the husband. They rushed through all that. Yeah. They rushed through the, through the resolution where she just comes out and she's like, okay, I'm listening, really listening this time. Well, okay, now now what? Anyway. Should we write the episode? Mm-hmm. You want me to go first? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this episode a 5 out of 10. Mm. 
Yeah. I'm going to give it a six only because only because that there was juicier stuff. That's about it. Mm. Because I'm I'm appreciating that they're trying to take this step. Sure. Again, it fell flat. <laughs> but at least I'm appreciating that they're trying to. I, I mean, I hope I see more things like this. Yeah. It would be nice. I hope so. And that they go deeper with it. Yeah, that they flesh it out more. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, I mean, we still have 20 episodes in. We still have 20, yeah, 20 episodes have left. or a few left. Tw- 20 or 19? I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm going to say 20. I think that's true. I think that's right. Yeah, I mean, we just, we're just getting started on the season, folks. So. Yeah, we have ways to go. Yep. But we'll see. Well... Till next time. Bye. Bye.